this is Christine, and this is episode 21. Today, I want to talk to you about building up our self-esteem, developing that self-love, and rebuilding that part of yourself if you've lost it. I want to also address how we can help others, specifically our children with this as well. Having low self-esteem feels awful. You don't like yourself. You don't feel good in your own body. You don't feel capable. You're not being nice to you. Other people aren't being nice to you. It doesn't feel okay or safe to stand up for yourself. If you try, it doesn't work. You want to be loved, but you don't feel like you love yourself. You want other people to love you, but they're not loving you. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. It's a painful, horrible mess. And we want to climb out of it, right? We want to build ourselves back up. We want to be in a place where we do feel loved and valuable and important. We want to feel good, special, worth treating nicely. We want to have nice things to say about ourselves. We want to believe those nice things. We don't want to just say them and not believe them. How do we get there? Certainly those little exercises you can do on the daily will help you get closer to that goal. Things like affirmations, telling yourself that you're worthy, beautiful, smart, taking care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, surrounding yourself with healthy people like joining a book club or fishing group or joining a Bible study, whatever it is, just surrounding yourself with that positivity. And yet so often at the end of the day, even if we're doing all of those things, after we've washed our face and put on our pajamas and climbed into bed in the dark, some of those nasty thoughts creep back in. Can all of those steps help? Absolutely. Do I recommend them? 100%. Do they take some work and being very mindful? For sure. So what else can we do? I want to suggest that just like any other problem, it's important to get to the root of it. This is where finding a coach can be so valuable. They can take you to the root of whatever is going on behind the scenes, whatever is causing that low self-esteem or lack of self-love, because ultimately there's something there that you're believing about yourself. That's what's causing Causing you to think you have low worth. It could be something that came up in childhood, from your marriage, from school or work, but somewhere along the way, you've decided that something you've been told, maybe even something that you've been told repeatedly, is definitely true about you and it's not good. That's the thing that has to change. I've certainly experienced this in my own life. And I think it's especially damaging when it's someone who's supposed to love you, protect you, be a mentor that does the hurting. When it's that one person that you're trusting and expecting to keep you safe, that's when it cuts deep. And that's when we start to think that what they're saying might be true about us. Here's the real kicker. When we decide something ugly like that is true about us without quite realizing what we've done, we start to make decisions that back it up. Isn't that awful? The good news is you can do something different. It's just a belief. Just believing in something isn't what makes it true. Facts make things true. And for this, we really want to rely on the facts. So right now, I'm going to share some facts with you that I know to be true. I know that you were created intentionally, beautifully, lovingly. I know that to be true about you. I know for a fact that you're here with a great purpose and you have all the tools to complete that purpose. What else I know to be true about you is that everything you've been through can make you stronger, more compassionate, more aware, more understanding. What I know to be true about you is that you are uniquely beautiful in your own right, that you can do way more than you think you're capable of, that you are smart in all the ways you need to be smart, which doesn't mean it's the same type of smarts other people may have. 
I know to be true that you're creative exactly the way you need to be creative, which doesn't mean it's like anybody else's version of creativity. And I know to be true that you are deserving of love, you are deserving of respect, you are deserving of self-care. Another thing I know to be true about you is that you have a uniqueness to you that causes you to stand out in amazing ways you may not think, and honestly in ways you may not even be aware of yet, because it doesn't look the same for everybody. Let me give you some examples. I met a woman the other day and I took note of her because of how hard she was working and what a good job she was doing. I ended up commenting to her about how much I appreciated the effort she was putting into her job. It really struck me as we talked how special she was, how smart she was, how beautiful her soul was, and how strong her calling was to reach people. She was fulfilling her purpose in such a beautiful and special way. It was inspiring. Do you know what work she was doing? She was mopping floors. She's an incredibly special, brilliant, powerful woman, fully living her life purpose. And yes, that included mopping floors. I met a young man the other day, and he was telling me how he had just moved across the country to help his sister. She's sick, and she's got some young children, and she couldn't take care of everything by herself. So he's here helping her. What a selfless act. What a gentle and kind individual to give up his entire life to come and take on his sister and her children. Where did I meet this man? He was walking down the side of the road. I had picked him up to give him a ride. He was working a low-income job, and he didn't own a vehicle. What a beautiful soul. What a fantastic act of service. Are you seeing the beauty and strength and purpose of these individuals? How are you judging them as you hear this story? How are you judging yourself? What determines somebody's worth? What determines your worth? Here's another one for you. I was speaking with the Mary Kay lady. We've all talked to the Mary Kay lady. Naturally, she wanted me to try on some of the products and potentially make a purchase. As we continued through the conversation, do you want to know what struck me? She looked at Mary Kay as a way to speak love into other women's lives. Is she just a Mary Kay lady? Or is this a fantastic purpose? Is this a beautiful act of love? What are you seeing when you look around you? Who are you in the store with? Who's sitting across the restaurant from you? Who are the people in the cars on the road with you? What are their stories? What is their purpose? Are people only successful if they're making tons of money, driving nice cars, living in big houses, have the best body and the best spouse? Does somebody only earn self-worth if they have magnificent thick hair and the right kind of smile? What determines if somebody has self-worth? What determines if somebody is successful? How are you measuring this? How do you measure somebody's worthiness to be loved? How are you measuring your own worthiness to be loved? Did my value as an individual shift from the time I was serving in the U.S. military security forces to the time I became a stay-at-home mom? Did my worth change when I went back to work and started making money again? Did my worth shift when I gained weight, when I lost weight? Did my worth shift when I was physically attacked? Did it shift when I became a coach? Does my worth shift if I don't do dishes and don't do laundry? Did it shift when I got a few gray hairs? Or have I had the same worth through all of those transitions? Did my worth shift when nasty words were said about me from people that I loved and trusted? Did my worth shift 
when my first marriage ended. I'm really curious to know how you're valuing and determining my self-worth, my right to be loved, as we're going through all these little bits of my story. Where does it ebb and flow? What made it go up for you or come down? Is it possible that through the entirety of my life, my worth has remained exactly the same? Is it possible that my worth as an adorable little newborn was exactly the same as my worth in my cheap little apartment after my divorce and exactly the same as my worth as a soldier, which is identical to my worth as a coach? Is that possible? Is it possible that being insulted, put down, abused, didn't change my worth? Is it possible that other people's inability to be kind and loving and considerate didn't actually say anything about me? Are you finding yourself judging me the same way you judge yourself? How are you judging? It's okay, I'm fine with whatever it is, but I do want you to think about it. Because if you're sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, no, none of these things changed your worth. Guess what must also be true for you? If I still have the same amount of worth, you still have the same amount of worth. If what was done to me and said to me does not devalue me, what was done to you and said to you does not devalue you. The same rule has to apply. This is what I know to be true. You did not lose worth. You did not lose value. You just forgot you had it. You forgot how to connect with your heart, with your true self. You forgot where your truth comes from. That's all. That's all that this is. And so I really want to invite you to take some quiet time to remember. Remember that you inherently and unequivocally have value. It doesn't need to be rebuilt. Just remember that it's there. Go on a private, quiet quest within yourself to find it. Find your heart. Find your center. Remember what you're good at. Remember what your purpose here is. Remember who you truly are. You may feel like a broken, sad, depressed individual, but that's not who you are. You aren't stupid. You aren't boring or selfish. Just because anything's been said to you does not make that who you are. That's not your true self. I want you to remember. Find your center. I encourage you this week to get in touch with who you are. Remember you have worth and value. Remember you are deserving of love and care. Remember who your truest self was before all this ugliness got piled on top of you. Take each of those little nasty moments and strip them off of you, almost as if you're pulling off dirty, grimy layers. Because you're what is underneath all of that. That is not you. I want you to know that you can also help others remember who they are. Help them remember that they have worth and they have a right to love by reminding them of their true selves. You do not have to hold on to the lies handed to you by other people. You don't have to keep them as if they are special gifts. They are somebody else's opinion and you have the right to put them down. Any negative thing ever spoken over you about your worth, intelligence, appearance, capabilities, your ability to be loved, put it down. That was never yours. If this is something you feel like you would need help working through, reach out to me on the Facebook group, Self-Esteem Truths. You can email me, christine at newbranchlifecoaching.com. I'd love to hear what comes up for you as you remember this week who you truly are. Thank you for spending time with me today. I think you're amazing, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.